Welcome everybody to uh, the rendezvous, uh, the rendezvous of now. So uh, we're going to talk about a pattern that seems to be, you know, uh, present in nature for some reason, um, which is quality over quantity, uh, which I think is kind of relevant in a lot of situations. Um, like, so I thought I'd talk about it a little bit. Um, so here is a bit of music. That's all. So, allow me to readjust. Oh, that that's, looks marginally more feng shui. Oh, just uh, aligning the visuals uh, of my uh, camera here for those who are listening. Um, so, yeah, all right. As in keeping with the theme, we're going to keep it snappy. I reckon this would be a 22 minute and 22 second podcast that'll be my prediction or else maybe 27 minutes and 27 seconds that's probably more likely um so set your watches uh so yeah quality over quantity you know like often you probably say that or heard someone say it and you're like oh yeah good point right so just want to kind of mention that um as uh you know just a little uh, refresher, an invitation to simplicity and to simplify our daily lives, you know, um, and uh, and then maybe talk a little bit about, like, why, what what is it about that, you know? It's, it's kind of an interesting thing. So, some examples. Uh, quality over quantity. Um, possessions. Instead of having, like, a huge... I don't want a huge house and all these palaces and all these things everywhere. That sounds kind of cluttered and boring in a way um i like having one guitar which i really enjoy playing here it is i play it um uh you know uh jumpers enough jumpers where oh that's a nice jumper yeah that kind of scratches a certain itch in my soul where I, yeah i want to not like an itchy jumper you know but like yeah i want to wear that kind of jumper like this you know that i'm wearing ah oh, and it's like yeah cool right um i don't want two of these no, that would make it even worse. Even worse? No, I mean, that would make it worse, you know. Um, that wouldn't make it better for me because I feel like it's kind of diluting the the power of things when you have too many. So, you know, like I was in some shop and it was like, oh, okay, I can get these tracky dacks, these, you know, comfy pants for seven euro or something ridiculous, outrageous. Like, Or you can get two for eight euro. And I was... You know, my companions like, so you, you're going to get two, right? No, I just want one. If I had two, then there's going to be in my house, like, just reminding me, oh, there's this extra unnecessary useless thing. I like everything to have a purpose, everything to be active. It's like, imagine if you had a, a cast, oh, let's have, we have a, a theater performance. Instead of 10 people, let's have 20 people, but 10 of them are just going to kind of hang around and do nothing. That's not good. That's not better. But no, no, that's going to be weird. They're not going to do anything. The energy's wrong. There should be people doing something. 
involved, living, full of life. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, I think that's a, in general, that's the way to go, you know. Um, have, like, I like, my home is simple, um, but it's not like Spartan. It's not like empty. There's beautiful things around, but it's not like, you know, crowded. Um, so, uh, you know, so to speak. Um, so that's it. Um, say possessions. Um, fair enough. I'm not like super wealthy or anything. So, you know, I haven't really had the opportunity to be like uh, splurging and tested by that. But I just feel like I could see the interest in, okay, that's a unique car. I want to buy that. Or that's a different car. Okay, I'll buy that. Fair enough if you're into cars or paintings or whatever. But the idea, I think, is that in general, uh, quality is is more important than quantity. Now, if you can have both, then usually that's actually best. Um, but sometimes, you know, the quantity diminishes the quality of things. Like, you know, um, you have one... Um, uh, yeah, if, if you had a, a print of some painting that you really love and you've got the, the, the print of that, like a, a copy painting, you know, and it makes you feel happy when you look at it. If you had that same painting in every room of your house, it probably would take away the magic of the painting and make it feel, you know, less, uh, yeah, enjoyable, less potent. So that would be a case of, you know, quantity actually diminishing quality um, or in the case of the jumper that I mentioned or whatever, that kind of thing. So that'd be possessions. Um, and yeah, so it's not like a strict rule, but okay. Secondly, food, like uh, people sometimes say, oh, that's too expensive. I'd, let's get the cheaper one. It's like, which I kind of think is kind of crazy. Like I would rather have half as much food, which is double the quality. You know, I'll just eat half as much. If I'm still hungry, I'll fill it in with something simple. You know, there's pl you know, realistically, that's not a problem, you know, getting enough calories, from, you know, and not starving in the, the industrialized world or whatever. So, you know, I can have oats if I want, if I, you know, really need to fill it, fill up with some calories and some carbohydrates just to do it, do the trick. But, you know, like, oh, um, let's get the cheaper broccoli or let's get the cheaper um, sauce there or let's get the cheaper um, meat, you know. I would feel like, no, I want the best quality, some happy cow that's living happily, its life on grass, being treated very well, and then its, its day comes and its journey's over. Luckily, it hasn't been killed by some predator in the wild and eaten alive. It's killed in a humane way. Um, this is not factory farming, right? This is, which I don't agree with, and I don't support, um, but some cow living out a, a decent dignified life then it dies and its meat is brought to market right um and other animals eat it just as you know a huge number of animals around the world do animals eat animals including humans if you don't if you're veggie you know vegetarian and you're not into it fair enough totally understand that you know um that can be a very admirable choice but um ethics of eating that episode i did what, what episode was that uh can't remember 18 not sure anyway Check it out if you're interested. Um, but uh, why I, I make the case that I think you can ethically eat meat, um, I think. But anyway, um, I, I want to pay, you know, that money, that extra money, because I think I'll just have a, you know, if it, however much it's out of my budget, I'll just have that much less of it. Unless it's very expensive, 
I will be able to do that. I will be able to just have a smaller amount of it. And so I get really good quality food and it, every bite is delicious and really, whoa, amazing. And I just have a smaller quantity of it. Um, and then, or I cut down on some other thing where I'm not wasting money on some random thing I don't need, not going shopping all the time. And so I can enjoy it, you know. Um, maybe it'll force you to, you know, actually prioritize what really brings you happiness. Um, and so with, uh, and with food, you know, have you, I'm sure you've had the experience where you finish the food and you're like, oh, am I finished already? I, I only really remember the first few bites and then I kind of went into autopilot and I'm just thinking. So the first few bites, mm, that's delicious. Mm, wow, that's really good, that flavor. Mm. And then suddenly your, your mind or your consciousness gets used to the flavor or the feeling and the experience you're in and it just kind of starts to wander to something new and novel and so you start thinking about the past or the future or whatever. Um, so if you're only really paying attention to the first few bites, unless you're doing eating meditation, which is a great idea, where you try to focus on each bite, like treat it like a meditation, you'll enjoy your food more and it'll beef up your consciousness next time you're in an existential crisis or the world gets you know, shut down by tyrants, you'll have to be better placed. Um, but, uh, you know, but if you are, you know, only kind of paying attention to the first few bites, like kind of, it's kind of the natural thing we modern people kind of do, then yeah, why not just have, um, fewer bites of better quality? Yeah. Um, so, okay. So that's possessions, food. Um, and what else? I think, uh. Ironically, uh, speaking, like I have a tendency, this is something I need to learn. I have a tendency to kind of talk too much, I think, um, hence having a podcast. Um, and uh, let me air it out or get it out of the system or something like that. Um, and hopefully be of use to someone. Hopefully it's interesting to you. It's interesting to me just to be thinking about, it's like I'm having a meeting with myself, you know. All right, Jamie, what are we thinking about today? It's kind of like a meditation. But then if anyone... You know, so even if no one was listening, it'd be useful to me, you know, and I'd enjoy it. But um, it's wonderful to those who are listening. Thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you're enjoying it. If you have anything you want me to talk about, please let me know. Send me a message. Um, maybe you already know my personal contacts. You can message me or just through social media. Um, so Instagram and uh, Facebook. Although I don't really use it, but, you know, um, what else? There's like Twitter, you know, Getter anyone uses that probably not uh uh yeah anyway so think spot probably a few people <laughs> almost no one maybe i don't know but um feel free to let me know what you want to hear me talk about um but anyway point being um i like talking and this podcast is a great way for me, for me to kind of do it for myself and hopefully to be of benefit to others who go oh interesting idea or oh, that was funny or yeah whatever right now um but then I think, uh, yeah, I want to work on concision, conciseness. Because it seems like um, you can, um, the, fewer, uh, the fewer words you can use, the more powerful it is once you've crossed the threshold of saying what needs to be said. So now I'm going to elaborate a little bit because I feel like I haven't quite crossed that threshold in this little point. It's not clear enough yet. So what I mean is that 
Don't use a paragraph to say something which can be expressed in a sentence. Don't use a sentence to express something which can be expressed in a phrase or a, a single word um, or a hand gesture, possibly a rude hand gesture. And I think one more little expression or point here will bring it up to the threshold and after that it would be superfluous and I'd be diminishing the power because you would already understand and I would just be sucking away the interest, starting to go into boredom territory. But, for example, I say, um, what's the purpose of life? Well, I think at the end of the day, it is to awaken. Um, by which I mean, both it could be spiritually awaken, in the sense of understanding who you truly are, or we could use, for, because many people won't get there, they're not at that, that, that gear of living yet, um, it will be awakening your potential, kind of as a metaphor, conceiving your most lofty, interesting life, being your best self and sharing that like a flower opens to the sun. If you're very good at technology, learn how to do that and create some cool programs and be of service. If you're very kind-hearted, um, be a teacher or a carer or a, a nurse or something like this. So you get the idea, right? Um, I, I don't want to keep going anymore because then it's just going to take away the power of what I'm saying. So that's something I'm trying to work on, uh, being lucid and concise. And I think quality over quantity. If you're trying to talk to someone and you, you're trying to make a point, and instead of saying, hey, um, I really appreciate your offer um, to invite me to the party. However, you know, your friend Damien is going to be there. And me and Damien have had some problems in the past, so I prefer not to come. Good. Stop there. And they go, all right. Makes sense. But men, maybe ill-advisedly, you go... You know, it's not that I think you're a bad person for continuing your friendship with Damien, even though sometimes it causes me pain. Uh, or, you know, and Damien was just like that time he said this, and then I had to say that, and then I hope you don't mind. But it's just from my personal experience, I don't really enjoy being around. And he's, all right, that's enough. Stop talking. You know. All right, so I'll take my own advice now. So, so we've gone uh, possessions, food, um, talking. Uh, what else? So life, I think, um, lifespan, I would rather have a high, I'd rather have a happy, healthy life, a meaningful life of shorter, of fewer years, shorter lifespan than to have a long life of, with, of less richness, you know, like it's not a game of, or oh, how long can I hold on, you know, fearfully clinging to the rock spinning in the middle of infinity. It's, um, what's the point of that? You know, what's the point of extra years if you're not happy? It seems, um, just enjoying every moment is the thing. And then however long you live, that's fine. But, um, and then that would be an example where, you know, the best is quality and quantity, I would say. But then second best is just quality. And then third best, quantity. That's the hierarchy of value there. Um, 
and even maybe quantity that could get to a point where living for a hundred years is better than living for a thousand or living for a thousand is better than living for 2000. Maybe, you know, there's a time to leave the party. There's a time for the song to end and go, there's a time for a movie, you know, go, all right, we're getting pretty, pretty deep into, you know, the return of the King. Um, no, I don't want another half an hour. I can feel it's ending. Good. Like that's right. You know, um, if it was an extra 10 minutes, even it might make the film worse. So I think with life, that's the kind of thing. So we don't have to fear old age, I think because, and death, because I think all you really have to fear is not actually living a quality life right now. And even that you shouldn't fear, fear nothing except fear itself, you know? Um, cause that's where, you know, it'll balance itself out. You go, wait a minute. So I should fear fear. Yeah. Okay. I'm, be, I'm feeling pretty scared of fear. Wait a minute. So I'm, I should feel scared of feeling scared. So it kind of just turns you, turns it back in on itself. You can go, so I suppose I just shouldn't be scared of anything. Right. And you know, so, or the thing, don't hate nothing except hatred, says Bob Dylan. Um, preachers preach of evil fates while teachers teach of evil fates while preachers preach. Preachers preach of evil fates while teachers teach that knowledge waits can lead to hundred, uh, um, no, to, to hundred dollar plates. Um, no, golden plates. Goodness hides behind its gates. Um, while others say don't hate nothing else, uh, else except hatred, nothing at all except hatred, something like that. Okay, whatever. Uh, quality over quantity. That's an extra 10 seconds you didn't need. My sincerest apologies, um, my friend. But, um, but, you know, I guess it all makes the point, doesn't it? So let's see. Um, what else there? So quality over quantity. Um I guess that, that's more or less the whole idea. Now, is there anything, so that's some examples where, so I'd say I really enjoy a life of simplicity, kind of like, you know, I like, I have my own excesses. I like drinking coffee. Um, do I need this cup of coffee? Ah, whatever. I want it. It'd be fun. You know, there's a balance. And then other times, no, I've, that's enough. You know, it'll actually be enjoyable to have one less, one less cup of coffee is actually going to make me happier. It's going to be a richer life because quantity is starting to dilute the value of this thing, you know, um, uh, like, uh, you know, flooding the market with something, it, you know, reduces the price or, you know, it's kind of almost a similar thing, um, oversupply, a glut. So, um, or a glutton as the case may be. Um, so simplicity can be a very beautiful thing. And, um, yeah, I think the key is to have it not as something where you're like whipping yourself and feeling like, Oh, I, I you know, I shouldn't want more things. But just to understand that just for your own satisfaction, the funny thing is actually downsizing and minimalist living and simplicity are actually immensely satisfying um, because quality is more important than quantity in almost every situation. Of course, it's probably the 80-20 principle where maybe in 20% of the... Well, there's a minority of the cases where I think um, quantity is a good thing. Um, but quality is always a good thing, you know, quality is always, it's never like, oh, I want low quality, but I want large quantity. 
Can you think of an example? Let me know in the comments if you can. I don't think there's any examples of that. It's like quality itself, the nature of a thing, rather than the number of iterations of that thing, the nature of the thing itself is what's crucial and what's of essence and important. And quantity only seems to be within the field of the quality of a thing. Certain things, the nature of their quality is, it's just a, a high quality thing is more important than having many low quality. But within, if it's going to be um, many high quality ones or just a few high quality ones, often the high the, the higher number of high quality would boost the quality of your experience. But it's always about richness of the thing itself, not about the quantity of that thing. Um, so is there anything abstract we could kind of um, learn from that or isolate Well, I'm not sure I can. Maybe I'd leave that to you. Uh, less is more. Um, but one thing I would say to end this is that, you know, uh, it's not so much, I think, a, a quantity of effort that is crucial for bringing you the, your dreams that you so yearn for and avoiding your hells, which you so detest and fear. Um, your dreams are brought on by a quality, the quality of your effort, not the quantity. And quantity of effort, like trying consistently, for example, or trying with a great force, that is a subset of quality. But it's not the only type of quality. Quality also involves your attitude, having the correct attitude. Um, you know, are you relaxed enough? Are you being analytical enough? Are you being kind enough or social socially connected enough in the way you're doing this activity. There's all these kind of factors. But the quantity, like the the amount of effort or the quantity of work or the quantity of consciousness, if you're trying to become enlightened, I guess, you know, I was thinking drawing this deep in, it seems it's not about so much about how often you are conscious, although that is important. So it's not so much about the quantity, of, you know, outnumbering your ego or something but um you know in as often as possible being conscious spiritually it's more the quality of your consciousness right now that's all we have to think about right now the quality of your consciousness here of your feeling your embodiment of your life right now that determines your future the next moment will roll on seamlessly from this so if you know um, whatever it is um, that you're trying to bring, your dreams, I think focus on the quality of that dream now, the quality of this moment, and how can you um, nourish and cultivate the quality of the present moment. And inevitably, that is going to bring your your dreams in uh, like, uh, you know, ships on the cosmic breeze. So on that note... <laughs>